Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There are many ways the government can evoke outrage from their community, and here's a pretty good example. 34-year-old John Paul Doerr III faced 35 counts of child pornography, and apparently the cops had him dead to rights as the Butler County, Pennsylvania man pled guilty to every single charge and was apparently prepared to face a possible 250-year prison sentence. Or was he? Because during the Friday courtroom appearance where the sentence was handed down, Dora got six months house arrest, five years probation, and 15 years on the sex offender list, completely avoiding any prison time whatsoever. Well, you gotta wonder how that happened. Could it be his dad, the Honorable Thomas Dorr, is a top judge in the county? Although prosecutors said the case was handed over to state officials and no local judge was involved in any way, shape, or form. To which I would reply, Sure. With a wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Cliff, I read over the yeah. weekend that an English mm. guy found caterpillars in his grocery broccoli that he bought. Caterpillars. Yes. Now, yeah. most people would take these and and throw them away along with the broccoli. Yeah. This guy <laughs> raised the caterpillars as pets. Okay. So, listening to this program... Yeah. Is not the saddest way to spend your time. <laughs> well, it's raising caterpillars you got in grocery store broccoli. We might be second on the uh, saddest Sad way to list. Yeah. Yes, but, well, Cliff, you don't know it, but uh, moments ago, right before Kelsey Ballerini was singing there, I tried yeah. to introduce her and turned your microphone on, and we all got to hear you practicing the news in the background. <laughs> So you see, Cliff is hard at work at the Sweatpants Lounge. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, most people are like, well, he's just sitting around there with his face or with his feet propped up. Yeah, with his face propped well, up. With his face propped up. Well, you could be doing that, too. It's going to be a weird day. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I Did I not tell you that earlier by a you did. text? It's, um, it's freaky here. I don't know what's going on. A bad vibe. That's all I can say. There's a bad vibe in this whole place. And this is how weird things are, Cliff. Yeah. I go back to my desk this morning after yeah. I locked the front door. It's like quarter till four. And I go back to my desk, and there on my desk, new business cards for me. <laughs> from New business cards? Yes. You got new business cards. For some reason, oppressive management got me new business cards, and that kind of freaked me out. My well, question yeah. is, yeah, I guess I'm supposed to fill in the part where it says your name here. Is that right, oh, Cliff? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to put that I'm, on there. I'm guessing you're then you're not the only person who got new business cards. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't look around, but I guess that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yes, that's correct. In pencil, <laughs> ink, pen, or sharpie. I I think in your case, 
it'd be pencil. Okay. We'd now more than ever, it's important for government leaders at every level of this country to know and understand their constituency. Because if they don't, they'll either A, make a decision that gets people sick with coronavirus, or B, say something really dumb, or C, do both. Like, say, Trace Johansson, who sits on the city council in Rockwall, Texas. Now, the governor of that state over the weekend said there's been a swift and dangerous turn in the number of COVID-19 cases reported. But that didn't stop the city council in Rockwall from voting to allow outdoor events planned for the 4th of July to continue. Earlier in the day Friday, Governor Greg Abbott put the 100-person limit for local gatherings back into effect, but gave local government leaders the power to override that. That's exactly what Rockwall City Council did, approving the fireworks and a concert by the lake to continue. And at the urging of Mayor Jim Pruitt, left the decision on whether or not to wear a mask up to local citizens. And in explaining his decision to vote yes, Councilman Johansson said that he trusts the citizens of Rockwell to decide what's best for themselves and not to sneeze upon one another and to certainly not put their fingers in their mouths. Note in a separate study by Cars.com, 15% of Texas residents admit to picking their nose while driving. You made that up. No, I did not. <laughs> it was actually a Cars.com survey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff? Yes? That cloud of Sahara Desert dust that is all over yeah. the East Coast and all of that, were we yeah. on the fringe of that on Saturday? Do you know for sure? I believe I believe we were because the sky just looked really weird. And I noticed, or at least I thought I noticed, the yeah. faint aroma <laughs> of cow dung floating in the air. <laughs> I mean camel dung, not cow dung. Oh, I was going to say, if it was cow dung... It was a farm up the road. I was too close to the farm. No, it was camel dung is what I thought I was smelling. Oh. <laughs> so maybe that it's probably past us by now then, because I don't no, smell I it mean, today. You don't smell the camel dung today? No, I don't. So I think maybe it's past. Hopefully it's, it is. It's. I mean, I'd have to look at the latest map thing, but I, I, I don't know. Well, I looked at the weather map, and I'm telling you, with all of the moisture we have, in the ground right now. We had a little over two inches yeah. here at Country 98.1. Yes. And when that sun pops out and the humidity gets all <laughs> fired up today. Yeah, it's going to be awful. By about 4 o'clock this uh, afternoon, yeah, we're all going to be praying to the ancient Roman god Freon and hoping <laughs> that they comes through. You remember Freon, don't you, Cliff, from do, your studies? Yeah, yes. Yeah. He was the coolest god of all in the Roman I, Empire. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> yes, he was. I'm going to mention this story, Cliff. Not that there's anything that exciting about it, except for one small, small part of it, okay? Okay. A guy from Laredo, Texas. Is that anywhere close to Houston, Cliff? Uh, no, that's uh, that's a fair ways away. Okay. I'll, well, I'll have to figure out how far, but that's a fair ways away. Well, he was arrested after he reportedly tried to smuggle from the United States into Mexico $14,000 that he stuffed down his pants, <laughs> including inside underwear pockets. Now, I've bought underwear for many, many years, Cliff, many years. Yeah. And I've never seen a pair of underwear that actually had pockets in it. Have you? Especially inside pockets. Right. <laughs> what would you put in your underwear pockets? What could you possibly put in there? Breath mints? Um. Gum? I don't know. I, uh, 
I, I, I couldn't begin to tell you. Um, um, my guess is he probably um, had those specially prepared. He had someone sew pockets inside his underwear. Where do you go to find the person <laughs> that the will tailor. do that? Yes, the tailor for <laughs> underwear pockets. I mean, I've never seen anybody advertise they can do that. Have you? No, I've never seen that before. <laughs> Come to Betty's. <laughs> where we specialize in underwear pockets with this weird vibe cliff i kind of yeah. thought this was uh, foolishness when i first saw it on my home computer it popped up there i didn't that's even it. know what it was it's called vodkila i think that's how you pronounce it <laughs> vodkila it it popped up a picture of it as i was searching around at home over the weekend on my computer yeah. And it's basically what it sounds like. It's vodka and tequila in the same bottle. <laughs> oh, no. That can't be good. That, that, no, that can't be <laughs> that's, good. But that's, like, that's almost like saying any story that has a machete in it is not good. Any story that has vodka in it is not going to end well. <laughs> I'm telling you, Cliff, I'm up for some right now. Oh, you are? I'm, well, after what's going on today so far. Yes, know. because when you think about it, this combination in the same bottle, yeah, that's going to erase some bad memories right there. <laughs> it's going to erase all memories. Yeah, that's going to just wipe the hard drive completely clean, isn't it, Cliff? Huh? Yeah. You get about a right. half a bottle into that because, you know, yeah. the vodka part, you're okay till you stand up and then you're never the same again. <laughs> and tequila, I know some people can handle it. They love their margaritas, but I've seen a lot of folks. Yeah. They uh -huh. finally reach the level of... Muhammad Ali at some point in time during the night. <laughs> yep. You want to have a Von Keeler Cliff? No, I do not. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. It'll make the day better. Oh, I'm sure, but I I, I, I think I can find some other way. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I offered okay. you, though. It appears as though the online meeting snafu has claimed another victim. This time it's Lindsay Farley, who sits on the school board in the Western Heights School District near Oklahoma City. During their most recent meeting, conducted online with proper public access, Farley was seen allegedly hamming on a, hammering on a bottle of Corona Extra. School board president Robert Everman told a TV station there later he didn't see the actual drinking, but he has seen the screenshots and isn't sure that she was drinking a beer. In spite of the fact that the substance inside the bottle was yellow and it said Corona Extra on the side. Farley later issued a statement apologizing for the act, but she had a perfectly good explanation. The school board member says she was suffering from a severe kidney infection and was drinking a beer merely to flush out her kidneys. Well, of course, Cliff. <laughs> I think that's the number one doctor recommended uh, procedure for that if you had a kidney problem. Cliff, over the weekend, I was uh, going through my copy of the Journal of Nutrition, Health, and Aging. You subscribe to that, do yes, you? Yes, I do. Yes, I, well, I'm, this is my first year of subscribing to it, but I thought... Oh, okay. You just I'll, picked up the subscription. Yes, and uh, it says in there that a 40-year study yeah. claims that if you take a vacation, not only is it an opportunity for you to see different things and try new things, yeah. it will help you live longer. And the really? more vacation that you take, the better for yeah. you. Like, you need to take a minimum of three weeks or more every year of vacation. Yeah. But if you take less than that, your chances of dying go way up. 
And I was reading wow. that, and I got to thinking about when I was a kid, and yeah. we would go on a rare, rare vacation. My dad <laughs> would always be and insisted upon no one help him pack the trunk. He was the packer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nobody <laughs> else could. Pack yes, nobody else could mess with the trunk. It was all him. And he would load it all up, and us kids, me and my two brothers, we'd sit in the back seat, my mom and dad in the front. Yeah. In the driveway, before we ever even rolled one foot, he would yeah. turn around and look all three of us boys in the eyes, and he'd go, and I've saved a little extra space in the trunk. <laughs> and that was his way of saying, do not ask me over and over, are we there yet, or are we close to being there yet? <laughs> Because you will complete the journey in the trunk. That's exactly right. <laughs> that was the unsaid statement. We yeah. all knew it, yes. <laughs> when our no prize, just punishment today can be summed up in three words. Okay. And I think, Cliff, you'll know where I'm going. At least I hope you do. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out where you're going for years. So <laughs> I know. This will give me a clue. Let's see. Three words, Cliff. Yep. Men without hats. <laughs> You know where we're going, don't you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, who's this? First of all, hey, Pete. I just stepped outside and I'm talking on the radio now. Isn't that cool? Okay. <laughs> this must That's be Walter. No, you said, no, I know. I, I, I know. I know. Walter is an ofer on this program, so this doesn't, oh, no. this doesn't bode well for us. <laughs> oh, no. Of all the numbers you could have called out, Cliff, for me to push. You pushed oh, it's, this line. Oh, it's my fault. Yes. That's yes. what I'm here for, right? All right. Well, Walter, you know how this game is played. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. heard the safety dance? Uh, yeah, I love that song. Uh, oh, good Lord. No throwing off now, Walter, okay? I won't. I'll try my oh, best. Wow. All right. This is going to be an easy one. Just a, is it true or did I just make it up? Okay. Now, the true part's going to come first. You'd have to decide on the second. The United okay. States has the most tornadoes of any country in the world. Now, that's true. Yeah. But Australia has the second most tornadoes of any country in the world. Is that oh, true, or did I just make that up, Walter? I mean, I should know this. I love the weather. Uh, I'm just going to say true. I want it to be true. You think Australia has the second most, huh? Number two. I, I think... Well, so. you lock Florida, it in. Did the Florida count as another? No, no, no. That's, no. that's the United States. <laughs> Although some of the people in there, you may wonder that they, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's entirely up to you. You got to lock in something, though, Walter. True. True. Okay. You're Don't locking true. in. That's true. Yeah. Oh darn. Walter. 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 <laughs> I just learned something today, didn't I? You did. Well, yes, you I did, did too, Walter. I learned that given enough tries, you actually get one right, because that is true. Sweet. Sweet, yes. We are saved from oh, no. men without hats. No, yeah. we don't want to hear that song. Walter, you I'll did a good tomorrow. job, okay? Did you not think that was true, Cliff? No, I thought it was Canada, actually. Well, apparently, from what I found out, Cliff, yeah. that uh, we have about a 1,000, give or take, here in the United States, and Australia okay. is a distant second with around 100 every year. Ooh, okay. Which kind of surprises me. You never even think about Australia no. in tornadoes. I don't think of Canada in tornadoes. But, uh, no. Well, Cliff, I know you don't get out of the sweatpants lounge very much. You try to quarantine hey. yourself pretty well. 
Yep. And by and large, yes. And I try not to get out of very much myself, but I can't help but uh, notice in yeah. every store that I go into the mm-hmm. huge amount of fireworks that they have on sale right now. I've never recalled this ever being this many fireworks in oh, each building. Yeah. And I well, think it has to do with because a lot of places have canceled their 4th of July fireworks. Right. The professional fireworks displays, by and large, are not, with some rare exceptions, the large displays are just not happening. That's right. And so I think they're wanting all of us to uh, buy up the really good stuff and try to shoot it at your house. I have a rule on that. I won't come to your house if you're doing that. I'm not going to be there when when, uh, amateurs are lighting off the stuff that, you know, can kill you <laughs> or maim you. I'm not going to do that. Uh, and, I agree, yes. And it all comes back, I think, Cliff, to the time uh, years ago when I bought a bunch of bottle rockets. Okay. And I thought this would be cool. I uh, mm-hmm. went downtown to Owensville. Not a lot yeah. of traffic there at nighttime, so I thought this will be cool. I'm going to stop my car here, open up the door, light this bottle rocket, set it on the ground. <laughs> it's going to take yeah. off, and when it blows up, it's going to kind of echo between the buildings here. Okay. And that's what I did. Okay. And it didn't go off. I got a dud. So that oh, made me mad okay. Yeah. <laughs> and stupid at the same time. So I grabbed it off of the ground and slung it behind me into my back mm-hmm. seat of my car. And that's when it decided to take off and go boom inside my car. Oh, and really? yes, you ever had that happen to you? Uh, no, can't say that I have. Well, you <laughs> you will leave it to professionals after that does, because yeah, wow, uh-huh. I forgot to tell you, Cliff, to look at our yeah. text messaging, but uh, I'll oh, tell you okay. what's on there. It okay. comes from our good friend Walter, who after we talked about fireworks, yeah, he says that I would love fireworks at his house. <laughs> Now, I know what you're thinking, Cliff. How could you possibly, possibly not accept that? Well, here's how. Yeah. No. No way (laughs) am I doing that. And I don't mean anything bad about it towards Walter, Cliff. It's just that I know, in my mind's eye, the picture that I have of going to Walter's this coming Saturday night. Okay. At some point in time, Mm -hmm. I'm afraid somebody's going to whip out the fireball. (laughs) <laughs> the fireball. Yes. Just to spice things up a little bit, because what's <laughs> what's not safe about fireworks and fireball? Nothing. <laughs> and some point in time during that nighttime, Cliff, yeah. uh-huh. all of us will be gathered around in a circle singing, Tis the season to lose fingers, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> As the ambulance is taking Walter out to the That's local right. hospital. <laughs> That's just what I picture happening. And I don't want to see that. No, no. It's time now for Take It to the Bank on the Morning Road Show. And, well, Cliff, I found this this morning. The longest golf hole in the world is approximately 11 football fields long. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's 1,100 yards in total, and it's in South Korea. Okay. And it is, as far as I can tell, Cliff, the only par 7 hole in the world. Now, if for some reason you could manage to get a hole-in-one on this par 7, they actually have a name for that, Cliff, besides a cheater. 
<laughs> what do they call it? It's called a Phoenix. Really? And if you get it in two shots, yeah. they call that an ostrich. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever accomplished the Phoenix or the ostrich on the golf course, Cliff. But that's what it would be called. No. <laughs> Cliff, I am amazed at the things we find out about our wonderful listeners as they text us in at 812-682-0520. Agreed. Yes, I wrote that down so I would remember it. Thank you. And today, Cliff, yep. it seems that we have in our listening audience a man. Wow. He's a retired demolition blaster that he <laughs> used to work in nine different states, and he said his fireworks are extremely safe at his house. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever knew anybody that was in the demolition business, Cliff, on purpose anyway. On purpose. Yes. I mean, I've, yeah, I've known some people who were in the demolition business accidentally. <laughs> that didn't go well, did it? No, it didn't go well. <laughs> so I would think, even with all of the safety precautions, it has to be extremely loud when you do that for a living for 25 or 26 years, Cliff. Well, I mean, I'm sure, at least I hope, that if it's loud, they use proper hearing protection. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure that, after you know, years of that. Stringent OSHA regulations about, uh, you know, what you can do and what you cannot do. Much like the career that I had in aviation where, you know, there were certain periods of times when hearing protection must be worn. And in spite of the fact that I often... Well, you know, whenever it was necessary, I had the hearing protection. I still to now believe that I've got lost some hearing because of that. And I wonder if uh, our wonderful yeah. listener here has the same problem, Cliff. Maybe we should give it a test to see if it's well, still hearing all right. You know, I, I think that's probably a good idea. Well, hmm. let's just see, Cliff. Uh, let's okay. see if he can hear Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Yes. If he can hear Luke Bryan, I'd say his, his hearing's okay. Well, let's give it a shot here and okay. see if he can hear this. Maybe he'll let us know. We'll be safe and make good choices. And I kind of hate you right now. That was the text message that came in, Cliff. So evidently, <laughs> yeah. our demolition yeah. man used proper PPE when he was doing the demolition <laughs> That's work. Because right, he could hear the Luke Bryan song we played just for him. And he could hear it fine, too. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Tis the season to lose fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up. Yeah. Number two. You don't smell the camel dung today. See, that's always going to be number two. Always. always. It has to be. Right. Yeah. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Listening to this program is not, and I repeat not, the saddest way to spend your time. <laughs> But it's a close number two, which it's we could use that one there too, two. Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.